0: Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon
1: and I'm Marcus Dillon
0: and this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys
1: and challenges
0: of running a business with your spouse or family.
1: Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead
0: and live happily ever after. Well, welcome back to Who's Really the Boss podcast.
1: Hey, it's, uh, it's good to be near you today We're close, close for comfort.
0: Super close today. So we have been (laughs) working way too long on trying to record today and having, uh, more technical difficulties than one should have when they're like on podcast number 17, 18, I don't even know what number we're on, but we've done way too many of these to still (laughs) have trouble, uh, getting everything set up. So. Anyway.
1: I just I think I think this is good for people to hear. I mean, we do not have it all together. It is <laughs> a show on this uh side. And so if you think we have it all together, I think again. So
0: we probably have uh I- ideas and theoretically have things together. We have a plan. We're intentional yeah. uh but execution <laughs> sometimes is uh well, I think, it, I think
1: I think it's technology. I think technology throws throws you for a curveball, and you have everything planned. You've got a certain time to work on whatever it is, and then you don't remember the password to log into your computer. And, then, <laughs> and then
0: I think we know it saying, <laughs> somehow. Yeah. It changed, and that's very interesting and uh, concerning at the same time and so anyway well we're here and you have been traveling a little bit without me and so the fact that now you're like knee to knee again is a great day
1: yeah yeah and i always ask you hey do you want to go on this trip um (laughs) and your response is usually no um but i always ask Uh,
0: for for good reason too because The trip, not the most recent, but the one prior, um, our oldest daughter actually was asked out on her first date and um, had like a full-blown promposal. And had I been on that trip with you, I totally would have missed that. I would have not been there for that. And I think I would have regretted missing that for a long time for that type of a, a work trip.
1: Yeah, and, and that had me thinking, you know, maybe as the dad, I shouldn't leave town uh, <laughs> the next time, you know, uh, it's like...
0: That, that is an interesting fact, because that proposal could have happened while you were in town. They had already been talking about the idea of going to prom together. So the fact that it did happen the day after you left, maybe that was intentional on their part.
1: Okay. Well, I'll <laughs> store that in the in the memory bank.
0: So, well, why don't you look at your upcoming schedule and see if all those trips are necessary coming up?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's slowing <laughs> down either. So we're 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 fortunate enough to be in this season um, where you know we can travel again, and it's it's great to be out there. So I did go to an accounting conference, as wild as that sounds. Um, It was good to see people that you haven't seen in a couple of years be kind of proximity and just be in the same place with um, people that we know and love and that care about us and that we know that they care about us. And so I got to see a lot of friends. Uh, San Diego, the location didn't suck either. So we got to uh, actually play golf at uh, Torrey Pines which is right on the ocean. Didn't play good golf, but we got to play golf and then i went to a padres game so petco is a really cool uh setting so um but yeah it it was a great trip from that perspective just maybe would have been a little bit better if you would have been there so (laughs)
0: and i think really um that trip or traveling in general has kind of uh, sparked this idea or influenced our topic for today so we are going to be talking about big picture thinking Uh, this is a strength of yours for sure, uh, not necessarily a strength of mine. So when we talk about uh, how we balance each other, help each other, we have different strengths and weaknesses, and we use those right to help each other, help our family, our business. Um, And so big picture thinking is really your strength. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what that is or what that means to you?
1: Yeah. Um, when I, when I hear the words big picture, how you're, you know, giving me a lot of grace on that because, um, it, it may be a strong suit, but there's other things that I don't do well. But if I can see the big picture and be somewhat in the ball game there, that's great. Uh, whenever I step back or whenever anybody steps, steps back and, and realizes that the parts that equal the whole, uh, are moving, the business, the family, the team forward to a common goal or the goal that they set out on, that's ultimately big picture thinking. And so a lot of people get lost in the details and get lost in the day to day and the teams meetings, the tasks to be done um, and just kind of lose sight of why we're really here. Um, And so, you know, I've been guilty of it no doubt in different stages of life, stages of my career. And, um, you know, I think now that the reason why I'm probably a little bit stronger at it is because of maturity. And I think you have to live through some of that to be able to appreciate the big picture. And then ultimately, whenever you can see the big picture, invest your time or your resources in what really matters most or what's going to make the biggest impact.
0: Yeah. And so um, I was listening to a podcast today with Craig Groeschel, and he was just saying that people don't necessarily want a superhero as their leader or as their boss, uh, but they want someone who cares about them who cares about their future and has a plan of how to get them to a successful future. And so definitely it's not um, something that they're looking for someone to come in and do everything perfectly or fix every problem every single day. They want to know that their long-term future is thought about, cared about, planned out.
1: Yeah. I think I listened to that same podcast um, on the flight back this week, um, which I had another trip in between, (laughs) uh, San Diego and today, uh, that we can talk more about or not more about. So, um, but I think it also comes down to the respect of the person in that situation and knowing that, uh, you value them as a person and you want what's best for them on the other side. So like, we've seen that in our business where it's like, someone in their career path has joined alongside us in our business and helped us get from A to B. And, you know, God's got something else in store for them for the rest of their career. And, um, so you just, you celebrate the moment, you celebrate their ride on the journey with you and how you could be a part of their life. But then ultimately, whenever you boil it down to that, you care for what's next for them um you're not going to try to hang on to that person longer and maybe maybe that relates to a person um maybe it's a client so
0: yeah so let's um who should be big picture thinking who is that important for
1: leaders um so i think ultimately leaders have been elevated above others um sometimes owners are also leaders by default. And you have to be able to step back in order to assess where, where additional input, additional effort is needed to ultimately get the whole organization, the whole family, the whole business moving forward, um, towards that common goal. So typically leaders hopefully have been, whether it's in the organization or in their career, kind of in the place of the people that they are leading and they have some empathy and they know how to communicate to that person to get them um get their task done. And then I think as leaders, as owners, you have to take it a step further. And you also have to explain why their piece of what they do is big is is important in the big picture of the common goal.
0: Yeah, and I think I would expand that Um, and maybe not even expand that, but just explain a little bit more about who a leader is. Because really, I think big picture thinking should be done by likely every person or at least every uh, from teenage through end of life, because um, you're leading in some aspect of your life. And so uh, talk a little bit about why it matters. So this kind of makes it make a little bit more sense of why everyone should. So whether it's a strength or something that you're working on, improving intentionally, getting better at, or setting aside time to do, why is big picture thinking important?
1: Uh, And you'll have to stop me if (laughs) if I go down the wrong path, but I think it's important because you can easily get lost and, there's only enough time in the day, there's only enough hours in your life. So you wanna be doing what makes the biggest impact. And if if you run down a rabbit trail or so focused on what really doesn't matter at the end of the day, life's gonna pass you by. And, and that's unfortunate. You know, I think there's people that can say, yeah, I focused on the wrong things in life or I focused on the wrong things in business and and you can't get that time back unfortunately so um ultimately when you step back you know i think the stephen Covey books and uh, you know just kind of some of those leadership staples about begin with the end in mind and whether it's life as a whole and you kind of you do the exercise of writing your obituary and and what people uh at your funeral essentially what you want them to say about you. How do you back into that? Or or maybe it's a, Hey, I'm a business owner. And what does succession look like? How do you get to that? And now there are, there are times in life or in, in your business or whatever goal you're striving to that you, you do need to dedicate time to stuff that maybe doesn't seem important and that it's only a season of whatever you're walking through, but never lose sight in the, in the grand scheme of things. And and I think you kind of have to set milestones to where you stop, assess, can somebody else be doing this? Is this really the best use of my time? Um, What options are available?
0: Yeah. So I think um, you nailed it. Just big picture thinking. The reason why everyone needs to be doing it is to look at the impact. What impact Do you want to make? What impact are you making? How can you make a bigger impact? Um, And then also just looking at uh, really putting things into perspective that may be happening on a day-to-day basis. Whenever you're thinking big picture and overall goals, then the things day-to-day that might set you off, make you angry, make you discouraged or disappointed may not hold so much weight in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and cause maybe so much frustration or heartache because you're thinking further down the road and what you know overcoming that challenge or solving that problem is going to do long-term big picture all of the families and lives that will be impacted um, by that and it really changes it really changes like your focus of just the day-to-day and how you handle the things that come up day-to-day.
1: And I think it's even how you interact with those people who may have gotten lost along the way. Right. And so, um, words of affirmation to obviously kind of let people know what their part was. And, you know, even if it's them, like, Hey, in the grand scheme of things like this is what you're doing, but then also if it's some of those toxic people that, One, do you really need to be around them? Uh, You know, do you need to get them out of your life or out of your business? Um, Life's not, life's too short to deal with um, crazy people. Or is it you've got an opportunity there to redirect that person and, and let them know, like, hey, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of anger happening there. Is it confusion? Is it confusion about what ultimately the path we're headed or the goal that you have and how can I help? Maybe it's just listening. I don't, I'm not good at that, but, um, yeah. So there's, there's a variety of different things. So I think backing up and keeping the big picture in mind, like why you do what you do, um, who it impacts and, and why, why you hate to say exist, but
0: I think that's fair. I think that's a fair comment of of why why are you here what is your purpose what is what is your purpose (laughs) i think that that's important to remember when you're deciding things our purpose is not just to make a profit or uh drive the nicest car or have the most expensive handbag like that's not our purpose here on earth. And so whenever you come up against challenges that are potentially keeping you from maybe one of those things that's stepping back and thinking about, okay, but what's really important here? What am I really trying to do? Why am I putting in all of this? Because at the end of the day, we're not taking any of those things with us after we die so a legacy that you leave behind impact that you leave behind all of those things are going to be um, long lasting they're going to be here and around a lot longer after we're gone Uh, whereas material things profit that ego even pride ego even that Um, like
1: stature you know is that the word status status, yeah um the, the position that you held in an organization or things like that. I mean, um, people people don't remember what you did for them. They remember how you feel, how, how you made them feel. I think that's a popular quote by somebody much more, <laughs> uh, much smarter than I am. Uh, and yeah, I think it goes a long way. So big picture, you can even get lost in that, right? Like, so you can, Float through life because it, it, in the grand scheme of things, maybe nothing matters in the big <laughs> picture. But we won't, still we won't have to,
0: get that deep, we won't go that deep.
1: To, you still have to have a purpose and yeah. reason why you get up every morning. So, I think once you've identified that, and maybe it is impact impact you have on others, and um, that's what you need to keep in front of you so that it motivates you to keep going. Um,
0: So So for people like me who have a hard time slowing down, stepping back and thinking big picture, and it's not so much about like, I'm so important and I'm so busy that I don't have the time. It's more from a perspective of it feels so overwhelming to think uh, long-term, to think future, to think down the road. That feels overwhelming to me. So how do you just practically... How do you think big picture? How do you um, go about being the visionary that you are other than the innate gift that you have? Um, And and there's there's no wrong answer. So think about like the times that you feel like you do your best big picture thinking. What does that look like for you?
1: I mean, it, there's a comfort, right? Because you get like, like, and this is just, I'm speaking out loud, like you just kind of get it. You see things a little bit differently than those around you and then you know it. And I, I think that's where that gives you confidence to share with others that may not get that. And so it could be, you know, as simple as, this software does x and we've developed this software to do this and certain people may say this software is just being implemented to make my life worse or it's being implemented to make me be more efficient so then i can do more work so then i can make the company more money and it never goes back to satisfaction or anything like that but how you would explain that is no, we are implementing this piece of software because there's value in it. And hopefully that makes you more effective, not more efficient. And because you're effective, you have more time to do only what you can do, whether that's explaining the results that that software allowed you to achieve to the client, to the team members to whatever. And in the grand scheme of things like your human element, like your rationale, the way that you deliver results can never be replaced by software Um, or hopefully not in our lifestyle because then we'd all be on jobs. But, um, so I think you have to explain like why we're doing what we do. And we try to do that anytime we, I took software, for example, or technology, because that's an easy one, but you look at the grand scheme of things and the impact that you're having. So, okay, we did that software, that technology upgrade, because yeah, it it should free you up to do what you do best, to do what you're best equipped to do. And it's not data entry. It's not taking something from this program and moving it to this program. Like the computers are now smarter or smarter than I am. Um, And so it's just, that's kind of where we're at. So You had asked, I guess you had asked another question in there that I probably missed that I probably didn't answer.
0: I mean, I I I was just really trying to think about my segue to not make you feel like you answered the question
1: wrong
0: or didn't answer the question. But um, since you brought it up, we'll just go with, I really feel like what happens for maybe people that are more like me, we get very focused on what needs to be done today and doing it very very well so not only do we need to check everything off the list but it needs to be done right it needs to be done early it needs to be done um in a the best professional manner Possible, right. And so what I've noticed is, and maybe this is why I have a little bit of anxiety whenever you leave or go on a trip or get out of the office. What I've noticed is you do your best big picture thinking when you are out of your normal setting out of mm-hmm. your normal routine. So I would say for somebody like myself, I need to be intentionally removed, not accidentally removed, yeah. right? That's not going to give me any clarity or room for creative thinking, but intentionally set time aside. Setting that time aside intentionally is worth whatever doesn't get done, gets shifted to somebody else doing it, and maybe doesn't get done the exact way you would do it. Um, It's worth it because then you can start looking at, are all of those little tasks that I'm worrying so much about getting checked off my list every day, are they really getting me to the impact that I want to make five, 10, 20 years down the road, even a year down the road, are they yeah. getting there?
1: I think I think that's right, uh, spot on. So um, <clears throat> there are people that are much smarter than us that we've listened to. And so now it's coming back. So dedicated time to big picture, to become creative. And then also a change of pace and p- place. So, um, you know, we have friends that go to the beach and do their best thinking in the beach. Some people do their best thinking in the shower, you yeah, know, or on the toilet. Who knows? But um, <laughs> wherever wherever you do that best thinking, go do it. Um, I, I think <clears throat> I think it's change of pace, change of place. And I don't know who said that. We probably need to credit somebody for it. But yeah, I mean, whenever I remove myself from the day to day, and if you think about like a Jeep or a truck and, you know, you build up ruts in life and then you spend time in those ruts, you know, moving out of those ruts gives you freedom and creativity to go do new things. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than I agree.
0: Yeah. And so then if someone were to set aside that intentional time, so they're, something something is not getting done so they are sacrificing something to to use this time to think and again you mentioned it it could be out of town it could be uh, on a walk or a run mm-hmm. um just not probably sitting at your desk doing
1: physical work especially not with email open slack oh. <laughs> open teams open yeah you're never going to get your most creative yeah yeah
0: so how could someone uh ensure or make it easier, best possible, that it would be a productive, big picture thinking time. What, what either steps or tools or like, what um, advice do you have as far as making sure that they come out of that time? Rest is productive. However, (laughs) with, you know, some ideas or uh, intentions in mind,
1: you got, I mean, you have to be disciplined enough to block it out. Um, go to somewhere, you know, right. Like somewhere you've been before, you know, maybe it's uh, a beach house, a lake house, you know, or, or somewhere you've been, but. Cause if you go to somewhere too new, you'll be like, oh, I want to get out. And you know, I want to see the city or the town and you can distract yourself that way. So I think go somewhere where it's familiar, somewhere where you maybe already have identified that place. Um, Turn off the distractions. So I think, you know, the notifications, let people know that that's coming and that that is um, blocked out on your calendar, just like you would do any other time away. And now I think, you know, boiling it back to our, our lives and business, like our friends who are CPA firm owners and maybe other businesses who have just come out of a season milestone there needs to be proper amount of time of rest first. I I think you can't just jump into it and try to turn on the creative juices without rest first. So maybe it is, I just took a vacation or I took a break to kind of recover and now I can then go get my creative juices flowing to get back to the big picture of what, what I really should be focused on
0: and so what i think would be super helpful for somebody uh, to help them focus during that time once they are rested distraction free is really thinking through what do i want my business my day-to-day life what do i want that to look like at the end of this year what do i want that to look like in five years what do I, even maybe it's a different question, what do I want to be able to do? What do I want other people to have seen or experienced or other people to be able to do? And so really setting maybe like time increments. So depending on, you know, when you're starting this, if it feels super overwhelming to think about five years because you're not sure what the next five minutes looks like, maybe take it in six months you know, in six months, I would want it to look like this. In one year, I would want it to look like this. And then that helps you have a framework to start thinking about what pieces you need to put in place, what would have to be true to make that possible. So what what prior needs to be done to be able to make that six month, we'll say goal or vision um, come to life. And so that's kind of where I think I think that's helpful for myself who maybe struggles more with big picture thinking, um, the setting, setting aside time, distraction free, that's step one. Step two is maybe implementing like, um, kind of a, a time, a time period and looking at maybe we could call it a goal, I guess, but more so what do you want to happen? What impact do you want to make? within that time frame, within six months, within one year, and then you can expand that out.
1: Oh, yeah, that's all great stuff. Um, other ways to help that I've seen are just to get perspective from others um, mm-hmm. on what they have gained in, in their big picture thinking. So there's a lot of good books. Um, unfortunately, you know, some of the ones I gravitate to are like people's stories that, maybe were written after like a tragic event, you know, like you've only got three weeks left to live or three months. I mean, and so, and that kind of grounds you, it kind of helps put things in perspective, um, to what, you know, what they did and not that you would do the same thing that they did on their three months left to live. Um, you know, there's a really good book out there called chasing daylight. It's actually, a partner of a CPA firm, a very large CPA firm, wrote that when he was diagnosed with you know months left to live, and it kind of shares his journey um, and you know the things that he had to kind of do and the conversations that he had to have. And so I think that book puts a lot of things in perspective, and and you can use other people's journeys to help yourself out. And so you now he we went super deep. I don't know that we ever want to record in the same. Closet again. Um.
0: <laughs> well I think I think big picture thinking allows people not just to put a band-aid on something and start implementing temporary fixes or temporary solutions for something that they could do maybe differently, maybe something that's a little bit more challenging or difficult, maybe cost a little bit more time or money upfront, but that is gonna have a huge impact long-term rather than potentially, I would say, if we're putting Band-Aids on things or temporary fixes, we're really wasting time or wasting money in that instance, because we're gonna have to continue to fix that, maybe that same thing over and over again, or just completely wipe it out to really get to where we wanna go long-term.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I just, I kinda went to like, when you said Band-Aids, it just made me think of...
0: Is this appropriate for camera? (laughs) No, no. Is this appropriate for recording?
1: No, I I think, you know, we run, we're in the people business, right? And so when I think of Band-Aids, You put off having that hard conversation with the team member that really has no future here or the client that has no future here. And so you don't want to go through the pain of that uncomfortable, awkward conversation. And you're doing like in that situation, the employee or the client, you're doing them such a disservice on the other side of that because they could go find what they're passionate about or go find what they're going to do great with or the team that they're going to click with best so whenever i don't know why it jumped in to my head but that's what i thought of whenever you say band-aid um hopefully we don't have any of those band-aids uh that we need to solve for on our team Um, but it's one of those just trying to think big picture um all those little parts come together so uh,
0: yeah, what would you say for people like me, because big picture thinking is a strength for you, you are I would say a visionary, a dreamer I hate that, no, I hate that. <laughs> but for someone who isn't, how do you encourage me because i I do think about the future, even though I don't love to sit in that all day every day. I'm just way too busy and distracted for that. uh how do you encourage someone? Who should be thinking big picture, who needs to be thinking big picture.
1: Well, give me an example. Like what what's discouraging you or what what's on your heart, you know, like give me and I'll try to shoot off the hip. If so
0: if you see someone struggling, like that's so what I'm asking you is more like say we have a listener and they know somebody is is kind of stuck and spinning their wheels and they probably need to be thinking more about the big picture instead of worrying about the small little day-to-day challenges.
1: Okay. Um, You know, our, our projects are typically fixed fee, right? And I'm going to go back to like the business side. So is it okay to not spend eight hours finding 10 cents? you know, in the grand scheme of things, that 10 cents, and I come from an audit background where you've got materiality and um, different, you know, it's okay to, to be off a little bit. Tax world, not so much, right? But um, so is it okay to spend all the time in the world to go find something that's not meaningful? And, you know, you could take that and go like, okay, if you expand that to life, is it okay to chase after things that are not meaningful? Who defines meaning? But in the grand scheme of things, like there's things that I do and I buy that bring me joy, which makes life a little bit more fun. Um, I really like handbags, obviously. So, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's what you dropped on me.
0: Um, but yeah. That's hilarious. People probably thought I was talking about for myself. Yeah, uh, definitely not. Definitely. Marcus is the bougie one in the relationship.
1: If I know. I do not like handbags, but, but I do you like.
0: The I, I think that I think how you encourage people who are, we'll say stuck in the weeds, um, yeah. stuck in a rut. The way that you do that is you encourage them to stop what they're doing and take 30 minutes to look at it at high level. And you tell them, is this going to matter? Is it going to change the amount they owe or get back on the tax return? If it's not, then we need to consider how important is it to go searching and digging and doing all of these things versus getting it out the door. Um, there, There are better examples than that one, but that's just one that I have seen you like, okay, stop for a minute remove yourself from whatever train of thought you're going down, because that's not working. Um, you know, you are, you are now stuck and have been looking at it and cannot see where the problem exists and think about it completely differently. Just remove yourself from that scenario.
1: Or is this $2 and 50 cents? Is it office supplies or is it dues and subscriptions? Like. Who freaking cares? At the end of the day, like,
0: <laughs> no yeah, one is yeah. going to take accounting Uh-oh. services or advice from us. That's okay. <laughs> it's fine. All
1: our friends who are CPAs listen to this anyway. Um, so, but any, uh, I think those are the business. I mean, we could go way in depth and go on to the like life stuff if, you know, we wanted to, but ultimately it all comes down to, can you remove yourself? Maybe you're the person on the team or in life or with your family that has to be that big picture thinking in one aspect of life, but not in another. And so I I know that people wear many multiple hats in life. And so um, if you are called in one of those to be the big picture thinker, that's kind of how you help others along the way to realize, you know, the other side of it. So.
0: And then just for those friends who are listening, who might be more like me and uh, live with or work very closely with a dreamer, um, one thing to help them to do is to uh, just always help them kind of organize their thoughts, put definitely help them put some boundaries, uh, implement some steps of like, we're gonna do this idea first (laughs) for this amount of time, and then we'll bring in the next one, and then we'll bring in the next one. So not getting overwhelmed with all of their dreams, ideas and projects, but helping them to really organize and implement what they're wanting to do, what they see happening, listening for the value and the impact that their ideas are going to eventually have. Um, Andy Stanley said, it's better to say, whoa, than giddy up. So I love that Marcus is definitely a dreamer that you do have the ideas that you do think long term that you are setting us up for a successful future. Even though in the moment, sometimes all of the ideas and projects can feel overwhelming. It's much easier to say, whoa, than, you know, 10 years down the road being a really bad place with no future or plan in mind. So.
1: That's fair. I think the, it also helps whenever you say, Whoa, let's prioritize or Whoa, sure. like, you know, it's not just, or the, what's the other one that they say? The answer is no, not no forever, but no for now. Um, I think just that comes from a place of maturity and, you know, sometimes I may think that you're just trying to swiftly kick me in the pants. Um, you know,
0: <laughs> mostly, or, mostly that's what I'm trying to you know, do <laughs> and, and
1: take, take my joy away from whatever. But I, I think then the, the other thing that I could kind of close this out is, you know, it's, it's saying like, what do you really want? What do you really want at the end of the day? And, um, you know, like from a financial perspective, what do you really want? And it's like, okay, you want that that new house or that house, you know, retirement home or whatever. It's like, so what do you have to stop to get to doing to get there? What do you have to start doing to get there? And so I think if people have figured out their why or what their ultimate goals in life are, like that's a lot easier. So maybe that's step one is trying to do some creative thinking to go figure that out and keep it front and center whenever they're on their path. So...
0: Yeah, and I think one last question for big picture thinking is just, am I using the resources and gifts that I've been given to make a lasting impact, to help change lives around me, to make the world better?
1: That's a question, that's a,
0: <laughs> that's, that's a question to think about after the fact, right? To always be thinking about, to always have um, in your mind.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. Okay.
0: All right. It's been fun.
1: Yeah. All right. Hopefully the, uh, the computer password gets figured out here soon.
0: (laughs) All right. On to the next. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments, or feedback you would like to share, please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.